Yeah, Ramsey here. Um, next day wine delivery? Sure. Fuck that. Huh? Donkey. Next day? No. Today. I want it in an hour. Who can do it? I'll tell you who can. Drop to wine delivery app for London. If you don't live in London, you're a donkey. If you don't live in zones one and two, fair enough. There are house price issues in play, but assuming you do, or you can have wine delivered to those regions at a sensible hour, then great. Well done you, because Drop is the app for you. Wine, huh? 170 or something. They've got loads. You can get cheese. You can get other bits. Yeah, yeah, that is a baby in the background crying. I'm cooking a kid. Huh? Not a goat. An actual child. Huh? Fuck you. Donkey. Dropwine.co.uk A spectre that stalks a golf course in the form of a robin. <laughs> <laughs> My family's lived in these parts for a long time. I mean, to be perfectly honest, I don't know why you weren't recording for that last conversation, because I thought it was gripping. It was really... <laughs> we, we can't start off on a bad foot. No, no, no. <laughs> no, also gripping, but also a rare instance of you doing a genuinely nice, thoughtful, semi-selfless thing. Yeah. That backfired on you through no fault of your own. Yeah, yeah, it did. It did, but it was fun. Um, James, uh, it's good to be back. You know, I was going to quit the podcast, as I said last Mm. week, but you managed to convince me to come back. But big news, James, that this is our pre-holiday break podcast. Yeah. It's holiday time. It's holiday time. People are away. You know, if you're on holiday, lying by a pool, maybe you're in Colombia trying various grades of cocaine. I'm going to do a shout-out to the hot dinners, guys. Yeah? Not because they're doing... Cocaine in Colombia, if they are, good luck. You're right. But because I think, I don't, I, I'm not sure who it was because it was on Twitter, I think. Um, so you never know which, whether it's Gavin or Catherine. Anyway, they said they're lying by the pool listening to the podcast. Oh, are they really? Not other podcasts, other, other podcasts, this podcast. They're probably doing a bit of coke by the so time. I'm gonna, <laughs> almost definitely. But yeah. I'm going to do a shout out to them. They have a very good website, hot-dinners.com. The only place you need to go for your restaurant and food information in london other than eater but hot dinners was there first so it's better by definition um yeah so you can catch up on old episodes while we're away we don't know how long we're going to be away for two to three weeks i'd imagine no no let's, right? let's, let's be definite okay let's be definite. we will record the next episode so it is the 8th of august uh i reckon we'll record the next episode on the 5th of september so we'll be back on the 10th there we go Tenth of seppi, as I call it. That's nice as well because we're tying tying in our grown up adult life, not adult scenes, but being adults, adults, adults. Because you're going on a holly bobs, going on holiday. Tell yeah. us about your holly bobs, then, Sam. Because uh, usually we have a good chat about that. Let's do it now. Yeah, because we won't get into that in September, will we? We won't. We'll um, be thinking about the new term. Yeah. You know whose voice is broken over the holidays? Yeah. Who's got pubes? Yeah. <laughs> do you have pubes, Sam? <laughs> I did. Um, what uh, an image. <laughs> well, yeah. They burnt off. Um, burnt? I don't know. Um, I'm going to Mallorca, James. Going to Soyer in Mallorca. You really like it there, don't you? I absolutely adore it, James. It's a really lovely part of the world. Uh, I, found, I found a restaurant that I'm going to go to by boat. I say I found it. I didn't. Abby did. Um, but yeah. You want a sort of rib and go out to go Yeah, to rib see. or maybe something a bit classy. You want some wood, I think. A place like <laughs> Always. that. Always. Wood on the uh, wood on the boat, not wood. I mean, a boat made of wood. Um, a wood boat. Yeah, maybe those hot dinners guys have got some wood on a boat. Or maybe they're ma- are they married? No, they're brother and sister. Are they really? <laughs> yeah. Did you say that? No, I didn't. But uh, well, let's hope that maybe they're okay. Let's leave that. <laughs> Thankfully, I didn't get wood at the boozy quacks from whom I've just come. Yeah, uh, physio Sam, delightful man, physio who we're taking for dinner at Magpies tonight. We're that close to our physio, aren't we? Yeah. Um, and you've got to lie on the bench, topless. He didn't need me to get my top off. I thought that was a, a bridge too far, quite frankly. Yeah. But uh, and then he rubs you down. You just think, if I start having naughty thoughts, this could because he's very a, badly. he is a beautiful man, isn't it? He's gorgeous. And uh, and then he got me on the treadmill and started filming me, and it was quite humiliating. 
Yeah, but he's got those videos on his phone, hasn't he? So he's put, he sent them to me. I'll be checking. Oh, is They're he really? sitting on there. Oh, sweet deal. They're not actually that interesting. And actually, no. to be, I kind of don't look like the sack of shit I thought I would. No, that's good. Especially waist down. The top half of me is a mess. Yeah. But waist down, quite shapely calves. I was quite pleased with them. Well, you know, a lot of people, you know, they've painted pictures of horses for years in the full flight. <laughs> George Stubbs. Was it George Stubbs? I we had this concept where I said Edward Moybridge, but I don't think it is him. No, Moybridge did the running horse thing. Yeah, that's what I was Moybridge, thinking about. Moybridge, Moybridge. But George Stubbs was the famous painter of horses. Really? Yeah. What colour did he paint them? Any colour they were. Depends if they were a grey horse, a, a bay horse, there was something a palomino. On, something on Twitter or something, somebody saying there's a a zoo somewhere that's painted a donkey to look like a zebra. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I don't it's know where that is. Hull or somewhere, maybe? Could be. Or is it? I don't Presumably, know. RSPCA have got in there pretty quick. I don't know. Is it bad for a horse to be painted? It's a donkey. Oh, donkey, yeah. We've um, covered, we've covered yeah, the ages. We've talked <laughs> a lot about, yeah. Is it bad for a horse to be painted? I don't know. It's probably not great. Um, what's going on with you, James? Um... <sighs> I'm off to the not not much not much significant. Not I'm not going on holiday because I've had my holiday. Um, uh, I'm off to back up to the north of England. Aren't you in the north quite a lot in the near future? Yeah, a lot yeah, going on. I, I like north. it up there. What is that? Just to go up and hang out, or there's specific yeah. reasons you're going? Um, one is for my mother and wife's birthday. They have the same birthday. They have the same birthday. Do they? They say that you marry your mother. Yeah, I not literally did, but yeah. <laughs> that's illegal. Um. And then this weekend, just because Rosie and Nora are off to Jersey, so Tom and I just thought let's go and hang out with Gumbo and Gmar as they're known. Nice. So that'd be good. Uh, you're off camping again. No, you I don't. Think so. The, the weather looks a bit sketchy, and we're not we're not gambling with the weather like we did last time. We ended up in that gale. Um, so yeah, we're not. Do you remember when you asked me? This is definitely the most unwoke thing I'm ever going to say. Right. No, actually, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> the bar is low, but. Do you remember when you asked me, like, who do you fancy who's, like, kind of a... Who would be surprising? Oh, right, yeah. I can't speak for myself now, because I haven't watched it in 20 years. But when I was little, I really fancied Gail in Coronation Street. Oh, yeah, I know who you mean. Straight hair. Blondish straight hair. And and don't mean this is an insult, but if you were going to pick an animal, she looked like, you say, like a bird or a goose or something, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, a beautiful goose. <laughs> a beautiful goose, Yeah. Always had a bit of a crush on her when I was like eight. Did you? Just you. You said Gail just then, and she popped <laughs> into my head. Oh really? Yeah. Um, okay. And Chris Gale, the cricketer. Again, also. I didn't mean that's Chris. Geese are beautiful animals. Yeah. Lovely slender necks, James. You a fan of eating goose? Yeah, I like. I like a goose. Boiled goose. Yeah. Boiled on occasion. Uh, I've never had a boiled goose. Yeah. No. Why would you? You're boil not going to poach a goose, really, are you? Or boil it? No. Too much fat. Um, what about goose stock, though? Would that be nice? Yeah. yeah Nobody does goose stock, do they? Well, no one does goose, so they're not going to have a lot of bones. Goose boo um, boo does it, doesn't he? Does he do goose? Yeah, goose. Oh, they did, didn't they, when they opened? That was cool. <laughs> you feel <laughs> like you're saying goose a lot. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, look on your face. Really, really bit there. It's very hard to goose. cook goose correctly. Uh, is it? Yeah. A lot of fat, mate. Hard forgiving. to cook. Why? No, not forgiving. No, is it not? No, uh, well, either that or I'm just a shit cook. Just just because of the shape of them and because the rib cage is huge. Because of that beautiful slender neck. So you've got to stuff the hell out of that goose. Stuff the neck. Stuff the neck, stuff the whole thing, just to even out the cooking, because otherwise you can end up dry, and you don't like it dry, do you? No, you don't like a dry goose. Mm. Like a wet goose. A wet-necked goose. Wet bandits. Um, Sam, should we go straight into quickfire, or do you want to...? Um, uh, we, yeah, we can have you want to do it. Um, I, I have some topics. All right, we'll do a quick fire and then think, because it's just me and you this week. Again, it's great. This is partly why we're doing a holiday break, because no one's around. We can't get a guest for love. We do have a lot of guests lined up, though, don't we? Yeah. Russell Norman. Tess and Ward. Actually, we announced Tess oh, we did Ward say Tess Ward. Yeah. So she, uh, she, she couldn't come, not because of holiday, but because her puppy's sick. Got attacked uh, so by we, a goose. We, we, <laughs> geese can break your neck. Yeah, lethal. They will absolutely demolish a puppy. Yeah. Like that. Put it down. Um, so we wish her... Dead puppy, all the best. But her puppy, all the best. Imagine if it dies now. You'd yeah, feel bad. I'd feel bad. Um, and who else have we got coming out? Russell Norman, K. Plunkett, Hogg, um, Thomasina Myers. Yeah, yeah. Um, all, all the above. Yeah, and more besides. Um, so let's just deep dive into the psyche of the person I like to call 
my business partner, colleague, and mentor, <laughs> Samuel James Arnold Palmer Herlihy. All right, quick fire. You yeah. ready? Yeah. Which is your favourite child? <laughs> uh, Milo. <laughs> Sexist. Sexist? The only boy. No, you can't pick between the girls and there's only one boy, so that seems like the fairest way to do it. You could have said Kitty because she was the first. No, but that means she's had more love than either of the other ones have. He's had the least because he's the youngest. Clever. So you build it back up. I just want it all to be level. You're just using maths. I like them all. And I use maths regularly. You like them all. I like them all. Yeah, love them all. No, like. Okay, fair enough. I love my children very much. Um, what's the worst song you ever wrote that got released? Oh, God, that's a long list. Oh, yeah, this is good, actually. Can we pause here? Yeah. Uh, the worst song that was ever released by me. I mean, there's a long list of bad songs, but what do I really What are you hate? really embarrassed by? Um, what am I really embarrassed by? Uh, oh, a song on the first record called Sadness on My Back. Really? Yeah. Really? Why it's do you hate stupid, that? It's stupid, because it's stupid. Listen to it, right? And well, lyrically? No, kind of lyrically, kind of musically. We did our best to sabotage it. We only did it because Sony really liked it. I can play that on the piano. Yeah, because it's silly. Oh, oh, no, but then didn't you then... So you made it like that, and then Sony were livid because you'd... Yeah, because they were like, oh, it's going to be a big single, and they were like, yeah, well, you made it horrible, Sandy, mm. which we did our best to sort of self-sabotage, as we did in many instances. No, I don't think that's the worst song on that record, but... <laughs> okay. Um, but we could pause here, James, actually, in the quickfire and move into one of the things that I had. Okay, as a note. Well, this is the idea of the quickfire, is it can also be a springboard into... Okay, so I actually had this for last week, but I forgot. Um, but it's all—it's the worst reviews of your cookbooks and of my records on Amazon. Have you got them there? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Do you want to do this? Yeah. Okay, do you want to start with me or you? I don't care. Okay, let's start with you. <laughs> uh, I can see what James Ramsden is doing and some nice lunch ideas, but not really a packed lunch book, brackets, unless you have access to cooking facilities wherever you have your pack up. Don't know what that means. Uh, but my main beef is... Who has time for this? Lots of faff. It's going back. That was quite a recent one, wasn't it? I don't know. I haven't got the dates on them. Mm. Uh, oh dear, I had high hopes for this book. I have hundreds of foodie books and thought the reviews for this one were enough to make me buy it. Seemingly it was, but I disagree with the vibe. Oh. Something disagrees with your vibe. Wow. Very likeable vibe in your well, books, I'd say. A bit the frivolous. photos are creepy, but the frivolous. vibe's nice. I don't know, a bit frivolous maybe. I was rereading Love Your Lunchbox only this week. Really? And I thought, mm, actually it's kind of um, a bit flippant at times. Uh, I would not have bought this book had I known. I'm not happy with it. It will go to a car boot sale and be sold for pennies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That seems presumptive I would take to it to me. a charity shop, you fucking dick. But... Exactly. And also, it's quite presumptive. They don't know what's going to sell for at the car boot. If you've got a real inspirational seller on the back of that Cortina, you're yeah, going to be naked. Yeah, if it's your car boot sale, why don't you try and sell it for as much as you can? Do a fake signature. Exactly. Scumbag. Oh, idiot. Uh, was very disappointed when I received this book. Totally unoriginal recipes and very difficult to follow. I passed it on to my daughter, who's a professional cook, and she was not impressed either. Yeah, where does she cook? Is this all lunchbox? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. They, they were picked from all of them, but I didn't make a note of oh, which right, specific okay. book it was. But you graduated top of your class at Ballymano, so these people can go fuck themselves. Unoriginal. And the last one I got for you is wife not keen on some recipes. <laughs> <laughs> mine um, neither, mate. Or, 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 you know. Do you, do, you want to, do you want to read my ones? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Don't scroll up because you can't see the other stuff that's on there. <laughs> All right. I like the one you started with. There's some outstanding songwriting here. Yeah. That's a terrible review, isn't it? <laughs> Some great musicianship. <laughs> now you'll see. And it's all let down by the vocals. <laughs> this isn't the conscious off-key singing of Radiohead, Al. Hmm? Please talk me through that comment. Yeah. What do you reckon they mean by that? Um, I suppose he's got a whiny voice. I wouldn't ever say he's off-key. To yeah, Tommy Hawk famously sings out of tune at yeah. any opportunity. The guy just can't sing. <laughs> <laughs> I would disagree with that. Thank you. He just can't sing well. Yeah. He can sing. No. This record just sounds like an overproduced version of Coldplay. The singer sounds alternately like Mark Linkus with a mouthful of potato <laughs> and Timber Jess after taking a lot of morphine. Wow. It's quite poetic. I don't know how you get more overproduced than Coldplay, but 
Yeah, that's true. Let's be frank. <clears throat> if this quote album, that's unfair. Whether you it's like it or you don't, it is an album. Yeah. I won't have that taken away from me. If this so-called book, <laughs> yeah. it is a book, yeah. was any good, it would be selling. That, okay, non-sequitur. Perhaps more specifically, if the singer was any good, <laughs> this album would be selling. So two different... Okay, which one is it? Come on, Frank. Um, the only good point is the song George Washington, which foolishly wasn't their first single. So Sadness on My Back was. No, Sadness on My Back wasn't ever a single because ah. we sabotaged it. So what was your first single? Um, the Red, the White, the Black, the Blue. Of course. Which, it's you know... Classic. Charted mm. at number 15 in the chart. So, you know, where's this geezer's debut single? Did you listen to it? Did when, I when, it, when it was like Sunday night. Yeah. Unique pain with our final single, uh, Sing It Out, when you only had to wait one song before you heard it because it went in 30. with a bullet at 39. Oh. But yeah. Still, you know, how many top 40 hits has this fucker got? Yeah. Hits. It's probably pushing it, but. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Which foolishly wasn't their first single. It is actually an inconsistent album, contrary to what one reviewer said. They could hope for a better future but only if they hire a new singer. Wow. Ouch. Yeah, what a kicking. Mm. Well, uh, anyway. I commend your sort of self-deprecation on choosing the three reviews that specifically singled out your vocals, or did all of them? <laughs> they all kind of did, honestly. There were some positive reviews on there as well, but I wasn't doing those. A lot of positive reviews for your books as well. But um, I was finding the bad ones, and the bad ones tended to fixate on uh, yeah my inability to sing, which, you know, is fair. Well, you know, I bet people say that about Tom Waits. He's done a ride for himself. Yeah, that is true. Uh, all right, back to the quick fire. Sorry. All right, so you've got a choice here. Okay. You can get the face of Ryan Gosling, but you'd have to be entirely feathered. Oh, do I get his neck or just have his face? <laughs> or I've got a furry neck. You can have his neck, neck, but it's feathered. A feathery neck? Yeah. Well, how you it's not like chickens the- have got bare necks between their bodies and their heads, have they? Or have they? Uh, no, they no, do. I've plucked a chicken. Really? They're covered in feathers. Feathery necks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what well, about goose? It's just a bare, like, scroggy neck. Goose neck? Yeah, turkeys don't have. Okay, so you okay, bare neck, but you've got a goose, like a turkey. Oh, gi- not a gibbet. What's it called? Oh. A gobble? No, what's it called? Um, coxcomb. No, that's, right. that's the glove on the head. <laughs> <laughs> that's the washing up glove on the yeah. head. <laughs> what film's that, James? Chicken Run? No, um, the wrong trousers. Uh. You know, when the penguin puts the rubber glove on his head and he runs yeah. his hand, not his hand, <laughs> his wing. I haven't the, seen it recently. It makes this cool it's noise. Adorable. It's amazing sound design. Check yeah. out, guys. Foley artist. Uh, yeah, okay, sorry, carry on. Um, okay, so Gosling's face, but you're feathered. Or you can have the body of Brad Pitt in uh, Fight Club, but the face of Jacob Rees-Mogg. Ooh, uh, that, that's simple, because, I mean, I'd like the idea of feathers. I might be able to teach myself to fly, and I'd look like Ryan Gosling. Okay. And, and Gosling, pe- of course, means baby goose. Ah, brilliant. And I'd, wear, I'd just wear polo necks. And if anyone was surprised, you know, say I was on the dating scene, and yeah. I was you know, about to be intimate with somebody, I took off my Steve Jobs-style polo neck, mm-hmm. then I'd be like, it's in the name. Mm. You can't act all surprised. Yeah, yeah right. okay, I'd do that. Uh, Marmite or Bovril? Marmite. Chicken or beef? Chicken. Courgette or squash? The game. No. The game? No. Squash. Oh. Love the game of squash. Exhausting. Mm. I haven't played for about 20 years. Should we you play, know. you and I? I don't know whether I'd, I'd have the engine. Mm. Um, right. Yeah, squash. S- squash. Yeah. Any sp- specific? All of them? Yeah. I'm nutty All about the- butternut. <laughs> nice. Uh, noodles or chips? Chips. Mayo or mustard? Mayo. What's the best cookbook you own? Oh, um, Land of Plenty by Fuchsia Dunlop. Getting wrong answer, but I'll allow it. Who's oh, your favourite? Sorry, yeah. And Small Adventures in Cooking. No, not that one. The Lunchbox one. Who's your favourite novelist? Uh, uh, you're always going to say like a wanker, aren't you, yeah. if you answer that? 100%. Unless yeah. you say like Roald Dahl. Um, yeah, I like some Roald Dahl. Um, I, uh, yeah, you were telling say, me about Roald Dahl today. I was, yeah. Interesting factoid. Interesting factoid that Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was published in America, I think 1964, in January, and not in this country until November of 1964, which surprised me. I couldn't believe how uh, long ago that was written. That must have been one of his first, then. 
Um, I don't know, actually. He was originally, Charlie Bucket was a uh, black kid. Right. And the Oompa Loompas were, it was pretty racist. And he changed them to make them more like hippies in his language. The Oompa Loompas? Mm-hmm. They're not hippies, they're t- sort of mildly terrifying, aren't they? I know, but in his head he was like, oh, they're quite hippie-ish. Can get another bear, Sam? Um, yeah, and he was writing the third one, which was called Charlie at the White House. Right. Which also followed on, as the Great, great Glass Elevator does, follows on directly from um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, it followed on directly from the end of Great Glass. Great, the Great Gatsby. Great Glass Elevator and was at the White House, but he died before he finished it. Oh. Um, so Never got into the elevator one. Oh, I like that. Oh, it's yeah? good. Yeah. What's the worst Roald Dahl book? Um... Oh, uh, James and the Giant Peach. Oh, yeah, that one always annoyed me. Yeah, and George's nice. Marvelous Medicine annoyed me. Yeah, I'm not wild about that either. I read that to Milo relatively recently. I'm not wild about that. Um, it wasn't that marvellous. It was yeah, sort of dark potion. Sleeper hit, The Magic Finger. I don't know that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah? That's good. whole uh, family of ducks takes over the house. Fantastic. I really liked um, Boy. Oh, yeah. When he had the chest yeah. and it had lemonade powder in it, which in my head is just like, lemonade powder sounds like the coolest sweet ever. Um, Have we talked about my Uncle Oswald on here? Mosley. <laughs> Hopefully not. No. Uh, it's a, one of Dahl's adult books. Oh, right. It is fantastic. Oh. I, 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 well, I said, I'm going to caveat that by saying I read it age 19. I wonder if the, the, the theme um, would come across as a bit pure on now. It's about the narrator's uncle... Oswald, who discovers a beetle in um, in Africa, um, that when ingested, uh, it makes you uncontrollably uh, libidinous, shall right. I say. And uh, so he goes into partnership with an unbelievably beautiful woman whose name escapes me, and they um, drive around Europe going to the most famous people in Europe, like George Bernard Shaw, for some reason, is the only one I can remember. And um, spiking there, um, spiking, getting the beautiful woman to go and seduce them, offer them chocolates. Chocolates are spiked with a little bit of this beetle, so these men just get uncontrollably horny. Essentially, rape the woman. So now I'm thinking about it, it's like, but she's encouraging them to by spiking them. But you're still like, no, I I feel that I I might read it differently. And then she harvests their seed, and they go around selling. So if you want your kids. This is rolled up. Yeah. Fuck me, that's mental. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to talk about one of the ones that I hadn't read, like Henry Sugar, or, you know, one of those which are for slightly, I guess, yeah. more grown-up kids. I didn't yeah. realise he wrote, like... Oh, adult. Adult. Adult scenes. Crumbs. Yeah. I'll reread that. Maybe it's just creepier than I remember. It certainly sounds it. Um, eggs, boiled or poached? Boiled. Boiled. I had a boiled egg for breakfast. Did you? Not yeah. like you. No, I don't. I, I don't enjoy them on their own. They've set my teeth on edge. Yeah. Um, best Batman. Hmm. Keaton. Okay, I'm, 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 I like that response, Sam, because yeah. I didn't know if you're going to interpret it as the best Batman film or the best Batman man. Oh, the best Batman man. Okay, best Batman film. Uh, you just saying Keaton sound edgy? No, not at all. No, genuinely. But I just uh, the more uh, Bale is seems like less of a Batman. He's he's a Batman in a film. I don't really care about Batman. You care about the villain and you care about the film itself, as mm. opposed to Batman, who's just like Bale doing Pale a silly voice. Else, yeah. Um, and whereas Keaton was like a kind of Batman. I like Keaton's vibe. All right. Yeah. So Keaton and best film uh, Dark Knight probably, but the ending's fucking garbage. Excuse my language. All those holograms and whatnot. Holograms? Yeah, you know, he puts on the mask thing and it's like, silly. Silly. I don't remember that. Yeah, it's rubbish. Um, And finally, best kind of ham? So it's just going to be a ham ham or I can have, like, mortadella? Uh, I'll I'll allow mortadella. I'd have mortadella. Mortadella. I love mortadella. I could just eat a packet of it and have that. I do, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, you yeah. ever walk past Lena Store, uh, not Lena Stores, um, Camisa and Sons? Just ask them to lock me off a bit. I, I have gone in. Have just, can I get 100 grams of mortadella? And I just walk down Old Compton Street eating mortadella. Oh, that's awesome. I should do that. Greasy My fingers. big thing with mortadella is, which I've only ever done once, is buy a proper slab, like about an inch thick, right. 
and then I cut it into pieces and fried it so it's crispy on the sides and that is absolutely spectacular does it get uber salty when you do that no it doesn't intensify you, the yeah. salinity oh you had that didn't you in a, th- in a situation did I yeah um, which maybe that's what made me think of it Let's talk picnics. Right. What do you, what, what's your general... Well, I went to Westcliff on Sea at the weekend, and so no, it wasn't a full-bore picnic situation. We just we uh, got some instant barbecues. Nile, Jade, Kaylin, Effie. That's their kids. Kaylin? Kaylin, yeah. How do you spell that? C-A-O-L-A-N. Oh, right. Sorry. So we said to them, we said, yeah, to be perfectly honest, in the car on the way here, we were Googling it to work out how to pronounce it. Whether it, and it's tricky because in it's, an Irish it's, name he could that could be like it's Keith yeah but it's Kalen Keelan or Kvinen or something with a V in it with the same mm. uh, same uh, spelling um, but yeah it's Kalen delightful children delightful time nice bit of the world we were on the beach it was lovely but we didn't have a proper picnic we just uh, instant barbecued some chipolata sausages I've never got on well with those instant barbecues no but they're good for a quick barbecue like that where you're just cooking one thing chipolata sausages right done I've never got them to work though oh they work right but I had a bit th- of a shit barbecue last week did you yeah just because it was too hot but everyone was hungry so I made the error of putting quite a fatty bit of picanha on it and obviously the fat then starts rendering and Smokey just, Joe's love no, no, Smokey Joe absolute oh. flame off oh just fireball yeah fireball like to the point that I was just getting water and spraying it on the coals really it's out of control tricky my error um, picnics uh, not really my world you know I'm not averse to them you know but you you're troubled by jaspers quite regularly yeah I'm not a big fan of them generally either I think they are but you prepping you got picnics you, you're doubling down on your picnics aren't you two weeks on the bounce picnic I didn't do a picnic last week. Did no, I? this week and next week, aren't you, you picnicking? No, just no? this week. Oh, okay. Going to Lords tomorrow. Yeah. Why would I be doing it next week? I thought you were at the cricket next week as well. Well, I'm hoping you are, or is that not happening? I don't know yet. Going to 2020. No, you don't bring a picnic to 2020. Oh, you don't bring a picnic to that? Oh, okay. just, you're only there for a couple of hours and it's right, in the right. evening. Oh, okay, eat, I didn't realise. Okay, uh, but picnicking tomorrow. Yeah, first day of uh, the Lords testing in India. Big day. Uh, you got to bring a picnic. It's weird. I have to say, I, I resent them less when you're sitting in a seat. It's something about sitting on the floor eating shit food, especially on the beach. Yeah. But I've, I mean, I've got mortadella, three packs thereof. Nice. Those little mini chorizo, uh, saucisson bites. Yeah, I bought a pack of them the other day. They are, they are special. They're something. Yeah. Um, those little stuffed, like, pepperdew peppers, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, I like those things. Yeah, great. Sweet and spicy at the same time. Yeah. Um, crisps, obviously anchovies gonna do a, a fly move little slice of cucumber anchovy on top down right. the hatch bread no bread mate I'm on no carb diet but you gotta provide bread of course for I'm gonna get bread are you gonna eat some bread yeah yeah but then my friend who's who's taking us is providing sandwich so the, I'm just doing snacky snacks right okay for, for and he's doing sandwiches Imagine that, though, you're raising the bar because you're like, oh, I've got mortadella, I've got anchovies. I've oh, got, got camembert as well. I can make a mad sandwich and then he turns up with some sort of tired nonsense. You'd no, be, no, he be, goes you'd big. You'd be upset. He then, goes big. Does he? Yeah, I would be upset. I'd be annoyed. Mm. Angry. It sounds delightful. Yeah, anyway. Picnic's tick. Got some of those creepy little bird eggs. Oh, yeah, quail eggs, yeah. Quail eggs, yeah. You don't like quails? Um, no, I'm faff. I don't mind the eggs. They're just like little eggs. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Yeah, you could have sort of six of those or one normal one. Waste of time, maybe. What, what would you rather have? Do they taste different, do you think? Uh, oh, I don't know, I'm not... Eggs I'm, and egg, I'm not, I'm not a discerning enough. Well, I'm not a gull egg. Tastes of fish. Do they? Apparently. I've never had one. They sell them at St John's sometimes, I, don't they? Yeah, always. So this is like late spring, early summer, I think it's gull egg season. Should we go to St John and have some gull eggs? Well, I think we missed the boat. Oh, have we? We're overdue a visit to St John, though. Yeah, that's It's been true. well over a year. We should go to the bar. Has it been over a year? Yeah, probably. I think we've been since we went with uh, Rick. Anyway, this isn't a good chat. What have you got? 
Um, okay, so oh, I got um, brief, uh, ooh, uh, three brief things. Let's do some quick little yeah segments. Uh, I did a good deed on a train. Okay, on Monday, it wasn't a hugely good deed. It was there was a family, two uh, a mum and dad and a little kid, mm-hmm. unless they abducted the child. I assume it was theirs, um, and. I was sat on the outside seat and I had two bags with me which were on the inside seat which is out oh, of order but yeah. that train generally is pretty empty yeah. and and if somebody needs that seat I'm moving it of course I'm moving it I'm not that guy I'm not I like a barrier often but if the train's busy then fine if the train's not which, busy and yeah. they come sit next to me I'm like what is wrong with you they're, they're like my scent or something I was on an absolutely ram train on Saturday down to your neck of the woods down yeah. to Chichester because it was Goodwood which I was not going to Rammed, and there's a woman sitting there at a four seat with a bag on the seat next to yeah, her. Yeah, that's not. I couldn't get to her to do the old like, berate. The not lady. berate, but um, do you mind if I? Yeah. And so anyway, so I saw this in this family, and they were, and they didn't even ask me, which I was like, oh, that sucks. And so they were going to sit at separate things, the mum and the kid. And I was like, oh, Austin, you can get in here. I don't want to sit by the window and be hemmed in by you. But got up, lifted my bags. I was like, you go in there. It's no problem at all. So on the. Um, table on the train is my coffee my Mm. phone and my glasses case then numpty dad starts fannying around with a bunch of stuff in his bag that he's already put up in the thing and his metal water bottle falls from his bag onto the table puts a massive dent Ah. in my glasses case big grace and knocks my coffee all over my leg my phone and the and the table he gets off scot-free and he didn't even, he wasn't even like gutted about it. Like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. He was like, oh, sorry, do you want a napkin? And oh. I was like, whoa. Did I you thought, get fisty oh. coffee? No, but I was really furious because it was like, this is just, you know, dent in my glasses case, coffee all over my phone, and not even a proper apology, and all for doing a good deed. Yeah. Not as a good deed, you, doing an unselfish usually, act. Usually you would put that down as a, as a coincidence. Mate, don't you worry, there's going to be something coming down the pipe that's going to be connected to that, which I'll tell people You'll in see September. some dickhead, like, spill coffee on himself and be like, see, that's yeah. karma right there. Exactly, I'm telling you. Right, so that was one. The other one was, uh, whatever I said the worst thing I cooked was last week, mm-hmm. my wife messaged me to say... You said it was the Grant Ackett's attempt at a sort of sweet fried egg on toast. Yeah, it looked like a fried egg on toast, but was a dessert. So she messaged me and said, I know the worst thing you've ever cooked. Okay. So I said, what? Uh, and she said it was where everything was carrot based in the whole meal and we lived in where we used to live and I was manically depressed and literally just saw it and burst into uncontrollable sobbing which I remember right and I was like oh yeah probably not the time in our life you know after having babies Mm. or whatever tired exhausted all the rest of it to uh, really focus on a single ingredient to celebrate the humble carrot was that what you were doing like carrot five ways yeah in a carrot sauce carrot this carrot that what a weird thing to do thing is you you frequently do carrot related things or like bring them up in menu meetings and I'm like, I've never actually seen you eat a carrot do you even like carrots that much? love a carrot do love you? a carrot salad big fan of a carrot salad carrot rapé yeah huge fan of that and I like carrot juice as an ingredient I think it's underrated mm. Is it? I think it's correctly rated ok well covered that off uh, and the other note quick little note James was uh, cottage cheese <laughs> there's fresh cottage cheese on the menu at Pigeon this week and I said to Sam, I've never eaten cottage cheese in my life. And there's a very good reason for that. But it's too revolting to tell you when we're around food or thinking about delicious food or eating nice food. And then I thought more about the reason I don't eat cottage cheese and realise it's quite badly infused with um, both like fatism and probably like borderline ableism. Right. But this is based on me being age nine. Right. You know, the, 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 the phobia of cottage cheese is based on an experience age nine when obviously I, you know, equipped to process things like, oh, well, he's, he's just an unusual bloke and this is why. So this is at school and there was a, a guy who was very much not playing with a full deck of cards, was a bit of an oddball, um, 
and like all these things are basically irrelevant to the, the details I'm about to give, but I'm just being honest about why I, I've always been like, oh, about cottage cheese. And also what he said is not the sort of thing. If we if we were going to picture the guy as somebody, is he like the guy who's cutting the lawn at the end of True Detective? That is the weirdest page thing we've ever had. Really? Before you even started, I was like going to say, I kind of like the guy. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yes, 100%. Oh, that's amazing. Cool. Absolutely nail on the head. Like, oh, he I'm going to fist bump you for Lepage. For he that. would grow up to be that guy. Right, okay. And that guy is a quite well-known actor. He plays um, Bobby Axelrod's lawyer in Billions. Oh, right, okay. He's fantastic. Uh, can't reckon... Well, I've already raved about Billions. Um, so, that, yeah, so that's the vibe. I don't need to say any more. He's like that. Okay. I'm sure he's lovely now. I'm not saying he's a, he's a serial murderer. Yeah. Doesn't have My a creepy maze. <laughs> My family's lived in these parts for a long time. Um, anyway, he... Um, I'm, st- I'm almost too repulsed to even say this. He told us that his mother referred to the... Let's, I'm just going to go with the word gunk that accumulated beneath the hood of his manhood. Right. As... Cottage cheese. And he told you this? Yes. When? I don't remember when. Right. I mean, you know, age nine, but I don't remember if it was like in the shower or just like hanging out in the dorm. Oh, so like He's his like, mum would have told him so mummy, he was yeah, clean. Yeah, mummy says I've got to clean up my cottage cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So you could see why never again do I ever want to go anywhere near cottage cheese. To be fair, cottage cheese doesn't sound sexy either, does it? No. Cottage cheese. Yeah, but it's a sort of retro ingredient that can sort of make a comeback. Like, oh, oh, yeah. fresh cottage cheese. Yeah, bucolic. Mm. The banks are on the riverbank eating cottage cheese. Feeding it to geese. Can't feed geese cheese. Why not? Makes them sink, mate. Does it? Yeah. What if it's got holes in it? The cheese? Yeah. Or the goose? Air bubbles. Um, wow, that's why. You know, if you prick an egg before you boil it, boil it then it stops it having the little air pocket yeah you knew that is that really obvious it's in that book right there is it salty yeah mm. um wow there we go well sorry so that's fairly disgusting um hi gordon ramsay here do you know what really jingles my bells vodka huh that's right not just any vodka donkey but our london vodka it's vodka made in east london Distilled by folks savvy enough to know you don't need cocaine to get your freak on. Not when you've got great vodka. Wow. Pop down to Magpie in central London, next to my restaurant, Heddon Street Kitchen, and quote, the kitchen is on fire to the bartender to get 50% off an our London-based vodka cocktail. Mmm, vodka. James, i got something to talk to you I've written yoghurt down, but I can't remember why now. Uh, was it earlier and I said, do you like yoghurt a lot? Oh, maybe it was that. I do like yoghurt. Great. Cover that one wonderful off. wonderful ingredient. Yeah. Underrated, in fact. I'd say it's very overrated. No, no, because no, people like eat yoghurt, but to have it in amongst... No, but I, I, think, I think to eat a flavoured yoghurt, it seems like a weird kind of retro move that I think seems quite cool now. Like a ski. Like a ski, exactly ski. Um, Peach exactly Melba, that. that was always yeah, a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's good, yeah. What was your favourite um, fruit corner? Ooh, uh, it's got to be fruit because I liked it when you crunch the corner. chocolate bits. Crunch very good. Corner. The yeah. banana crunch. Uh, you, like, you probably did like the banana. I didn't mind yeah. that one, yeah. With the little flakes, the yeah. chocolate flakes. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, very yeah. good. Yeah, good I didn't mind the balls either. In fact, I couldn't name a crunch or fruit corner I didn't like. Uh, I went off the balls a bit. My mum used to buy them quite a bit and I found that, uh, the yoghurt with that one a bit sickly. I like the black cherry mm. if I was going to go for Black cherry. Corn. Blueberry was always good. Yeah, less no, of a fan that one. Yeah, a little bit. Fan of a blueberry, to be fair. You're not? No. Rubbish. No, no, rubbish. It's just fruit. Yeah. Rubbish fruit. Um, James, I want to talk to you about where you're from. Okay. So two things that I'm really into, right? Walking, windy you, walks. No, 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 you. You're really into me. I love you. That's sweet. You're you're the best. It's adorable. And ghosts. Creepy. Me and ghosts. Yeah. There's a very good haunted house quite near me. Oh, James. New Priory. The page once more. No, no, not no. there. Although, that's good. Okay, tell me about that. I can't really remember, but I know the person who lives there vaguely. I, 
Oh, really? Yeah, and it is like known as one of the most haunted houses in England. Is it? Google it. Have I got that right, New Priory? I don't know. It wasn't on my list. Okay. Because I looked into... Haunted Houses of Yorkshire. In Yorkshire. Okay. Right. Oh, this would be good. So... Hauntology. So it's a quite a haunted place. One of the most haunted places in the country. And also, where your wife is from, is the most haunted island in the British Isles. It's not that many other islands, to Exactly. That well, I suppose my... there are, if you go up in Scotland. More than Scotland. Yep. I don't believe that. For a specific island. You can't just go, oh, it's all of those islands in Scotland. Yeah, but you say, like, oh, Uist. Yeah, but there's less less hauntings on Uist than there is on um, the Isle of Wight. Allegedly. Well, mate, I've done the research, all right? So, so there's a lot of hauntings going on, and I, I plucked out... I started with just a couple of ones that made me laugh, and then a message board on BBC Radio Yorkshire, so a BBC website where on the programme they asked people to write their messages about the hauntings they'd experienced. Okay. Fellow Yorkshire people like yourself. Okay. And I thought you'd be interested. I'm sure that all... But it is a very haunted place. Verified. Which some of these hauntings, they range from floating heads seen in Bradford to a spectre that stalks a golf course in the form of a robin. <laughs> <laughs> floating heads seen in Bradford. Yeah. It wasn't just someone swimming. No, imagine that. I think floating in the air. Ah. As you pop in... What do you do in Bradford? Um, Seriously, what the fuck do you do in Bradford? I don't know. Uh, perhaps its most chilling case is the Black Monk of Pontefract. Uh, this is why... Well, he just eaten too many Pontefract cakes. He, he terrorised the inhabitants of an unassuming 50s terrace in the East Yorkshire town. And there's actually signs up. You can go in there... And there's signs up saying you're not allowed to take Ouija boards in because it's going to, like, ride them up. <laughs> true fact. That's fact. the fact. You're using the word fact very... That, that is a true fact. Right, so then on to the message board. Okay. So these are your people. I want you to... How do you... Do you identify with this? Or do, are you, like, that's lowering the tone of Yorkshire for you as a Yorkshire? You can't lower the tone of Yorkshire. Okay, this is from somebody called Butchers. Right. Uh, from Panel? Is that somewhere? Panel? Panel. Panel. Yeah, yeah, he's played them at cricket. All right, so this is sort of between Harrogate and Leeds. This is a guy called Butchers, right? Who's from Panel. My boyfriend Matthew Leung keeps telling me about a ghost he saw when he was young. (laughs) This is a poem. (laughs) He said it looked like a half dog, half weasel, which I found rather interesting. That's really funny. That's it. All right, those are my people. I think that was meant to be funny. No, 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 these aren't funny, these are serious. These people, are not, they're not fucking around. They're telling stories of hauntings in Yorkshire. So you need to watch out. You're going up there at the weekend, you need to be aware of this. If I you think see a half a, dog, half weasel in panel... I think that was an attempt at a poem. My boyfriend, so. Matthew Leung, told me when he was young, he saw a ghost that was weasel dog, which, which I, I thought was funny. Which interesting. Well, yeah, it doesn't rhyme. But no, it doesn't. They messed up the last line. Yeah. Often happens. Fumble it at the last, like a haiku. Right. Oh, I didn't actually... Right, I didn't write this down what the actual story was, but I just thought, because it wasn't very interesting. But the introduction to it, I thought, was interesting. Right. Usually, I'm viewed as a bitch by many people. (laughs) I first thought my encounter was a prank by some people to get their own back on me. I then realised that it wasn't. See, so if you're a bitch in inverted commas not a word I like to use quite hard to analyse the veracity of that when you haven't actually told the story but what, whether or not she's a that word <laughs> or whether it was a prank or just well she says it wasn't was that a so ghost that's a fact someone in a sheet coming towards me <laughs> <laughs> towards somebody you don't like definitely a ghost like you know if there was somebody who was being that word then you wouldn't that wouldn't be your go to move would it to haunt them you'd like you'd have a go at them yeah pretend they've got a uh, poltergeist in the in the house seems like the long game yeah worth it uh, re- this is from Ferg in Harrogate okay recently my boyfriend and I saw a ghost in York we were a bit worried at first but it disappeared so quickly it, it, what, it these are the worst stories ever they're not these even, are your people they are writing not, to the BBC these are facts on the BBC this is BBC they're not even spooky stories we saw a ghost but then it went away really quickly yeah, but it's good that you know, because if you're in York and you see a ghost and you're really scared, you can think, ah, Ferg in Harrogate said, it's going to go away quickly, don't worry about it. Um, okay, right. How did he know it was a ghost then? What about Greenhow? Do you know Greenhow? How do you spell that? Green How. Oh, uh, no, I don't think I do. Oh. This is Alex. 
There is a ghost that haunts the Greenhow Moors of North Yorkshire, providing my only ever experience of ghosts, although I have witnessed him on a number of occasions. The ghost in question is a headless man who appears every night. That doesn't seem likely to me, but this is a fact. It's the BBC. The ghost in question is a headless man who appears every night. One evening in January this year, I decided to go to bed early and encountered the ghost for the first time as I was awoken by a loud groaning sound and a strange but pleasurable feeling. (laughs) (laughs) I looked up to see a headless figure, but it disappeared almost immediately. Since that night, I've not been sleeping well as I fear the undead. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best one so far. I'm now considering moving away from Greenhow Moors as I do not want to experience another ghostly encounter. Fair enough. Would you? If you had a strange but pleasurable feeling, would you leave? Sounds like the sort of ghost you want to get on board with. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a bad thing, does it? No. Still spooky, though. Mm. Sexy ghost. Um, Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, there we go. Fantastic. Really, really went in. Do you have any Yorkshire ghost stories? Or What I'm saying is go, you're very dismissive of this, but there's a lot of ghosts in Yorkshire, and you need to be aware that they're there. Weasels, pleasurable weasel, feelings. Half weasel, half ghost, half dog ghost. Yeah. Pleasurable feelings, people being unpleasant to other people, and then getting haunted. You know? Yeah. Do you think that was, yeah, sort of seemed like she was making an excuse for herself? Well, a little bit. Well, what goes around comes around. When we uh, were moving house uh, from my childhood home, uh, we sort of lived in a halfway house for about a year while we did up the new house. And um, with junkies and whatnot. <laughs> no. Is ex-cons. it junkies or ex cons? <laughs> yeah, we lived with a load of ex cons from um, Ripon Prison, and no, we didn't. We just lived in a little farmhouse, and I was, and it was quite. It's quite a uh, for one of a better. There are way better words than spooky, but it's quite a sort of um, atmospheric setting. You're very remote. It's like five minutes from the nearest village and down like a sort of rickety little track. And I was there on my own for about a week while um, my folks were away. This was like I was probably nineteen. And phone rings one day and it was someone um, looking uh, for the I'm not going to say no the house. He said, "Is this?" so-and-so house I said yeah he said okay my name's whatever it was I'm actually doing a bit of research on my family history and my family lived at that house uh, about 100 years ago I said wow fascinating he said yeah he was a ghost he he was not a ghost but he said is it alright if I pop round tomorrow and take some photographs and I said sure and he said I actually got a newspaper clipping my great grandfather actually shot himself in the barn Whoa! You can imagine the next few days I spent curled up under a rug. Jeez, really? Mm. Who does that? Did he come round? Yeah, yeah. You he showed sh- me the clipping before your parents went. Would they not say to you, "Look after the house stuff. Don't talk to strangers. Don't invite strangers to our house." I was nineteen. I wasn't well, eight. Clearly, you have the intelligence of an eight-year-old. You invited <laughs> some ghost to come in your house. Didn't invite the ghost. You. The ghost. Invited themselves. Well, the ghost of his dad was there. Yorkshire what? hospitality is well known, and I said, "Of course, please pop round. Please, please bring the newspaper clipping." So, what do you do with this guy? I let him take his photographs and make him a cup of tea. Yeah, send him on his way with a sort of sixpence in his back pocket. Slice of for cake. His troubles. Slice of cake. Probably not. Did you kiss? No. On the cheek. On the cheek. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> that. That is the Yorkshire. The guy way. came round to see his haunted barn. And we kissed. Yeah. It's a wow. lovely barn. Yeah? Yeah. Doesn't sound good. Blood drips down the walls at night, you said. Yeah, but that's fine. Watermelon. Cor- underrated. Whiskey. Correctly no rated. Cor- correctly rated. Yeah. Uh, salting aubergine. Uh, overrated. Marinating. Mm, probably overrated. Honesty. Uh, 
trying to think what the dishonest answer is. Uh, correctly rated. How is it rated? I think it's rated as being a positive attribute for human beings to have. Hangovers. Ooh, uh, overrated. Who overrates hangovers? Everyone. Everyone's chuffed to have a hangover. Oh, I'm so fucked yeah. today. It's boring as fuck. Yeah, shut up. All right, agree. If you get yeah. a drink, shut up. Get on with just it. just realise you've got a hangover. The worst thing is people, when they get to my age, and it's like, they, oh, yeah, I can't drink anymore because it like, makes me seriously ill. Uh, you know, whatever they say, there's something. Mm. Like, oh, I just, yeah, I'm allergic to alcohol or something. It's like, no, it's just when you're a kid, you don't get hangovers. You get them when you grow up. So you deal with them as a grown-up. All right. Chickpeas. Um, correctly rated. I think people like a chickpea. People like, like a chickpea. chickpea. You like a chickpea, but you're not going to go nuts with chickpeas. Gonna, who is? Chickpea lovers. Yeah. Chick Korea. I don't know the music of Chick Korea. Oh, personal hygiene. Um, correctly rated. <laughs> All right. Short sleeved shirts. Um, underrated. Hmm. <laughs> Do you know what? The only thing that is. Uh, um, you know, I complimented you the other day. You said you're sort of floral patterned thing that you've been rocking for a couple of years yeah is now bang on trend they're all over H&M and all those mm. shops do you know what's also all over H&M and all those shops collarless shirts collarless shirts Sam yeah so you and I were both trend sets in different ways ways. Um, caps caps yeah it was a rubbish one I was running out of ideas um, I just I, I need longer hair to wear caps when I wear one I quite enjoy it but I feel quite self conscious pepper Black pepper. Yeah. Um, I, I, I use it all the time, but overrated. I, if I leave it out, would I notice? I don't think I would. Yeah, it's one of those weird go-tos of a home cook yeah. that chefs never use. Yeah. Or seldom. Yeah. Um, you know, add salt and pepper. Like, chefs don't fuck around with pepper unless they need to. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and finally, Sam, a really underwhelming one. Brie. <laughs> we were talking about brie. Um, I don't know is the honest answer yeah, so I'm going to have to say um, abstain correct, well, yeah kind of should abstain because I don't know in my head I haven't had brie for about 10 years I didn't used to like it but it feels like something maybe I'd be into now if I give it a go I'll bring some in for you next week excellent can you not actually this office stinks that fridge is out of control it needs a clean yeah, no Ian cleaned it oh really yeah because yeah. there's kimchi juice all over it um, James, I'll see you after the summer. Sam, have a really good uh, break. I'm thoroughly looking forward to it, as I'm sure are you. Uh, don't get too burnt. Uh, cook well. Don't drink too much. No. And uh, you, listeners, all of you, you enjoy the rest of your summer too. Yeah. The same caveats go to you, same warnings. And the biggest warning that we often give on this podcast. But keep. Keep it safe. Um, all right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.